0: everybody thanks for tuning in to another episode of family wealth and other musings i am your host becky easton and today i want to bring you five quick estate planning lessons that we learned from paul walker's death back in 2013 but paul walker who starred in the fast and furious movie franchise died tragically in a high-speed car accident in los angeles in November of 2013 at the age of 40. His estate was opened at the end of January and the next year in the Superior Court of California, County of Santa Barbara Probate Court, revealing that he left assets of approximately $25 million. His survivors include his 15-year-old daughter, Meadow, and his parents, and a Forbes article at that time listed five estate planning lessons to be learned from Walker's estate. Number one, leave assets in a trust. Paul Walker created a pull a pour over will that left his assets in a revocable living trust, intending to avoid the court process called probate that <clears throat> when handled properly during life, makes everything totally private and keeps it all out of court. Unfortunately, while Paul Walker had a trust, it just wasn't properly funded. And this is an all-too-common estate planning failure, even when you're working with a lawyer. Most lawyers simply do not handle funding of assets, the single most important part of estate planning, because they've been trained to be document drafters, not consigliere. Number two, fully fund your trust. The contents of Walker's estate, who will inherit it and when, are now public knowledge because Walker's lawyer didn't take the necessary steps to make sure his trust was properly funded. And sadly, this isn't even a case of malpractice, though I certainly think it could be, because it's just common practice in the world of estate planning lawyers. When you do estate planning, or if you already have, the most important thing you can do is ensure that your assets are transferred properly. Number three, Name guardians for your minor children. Walker's daughter was still a minor at the time, and he did name his own mother as the guardian for her in his will. Meadow's mother was still alive, however, so Grandma would probably not end up assuming guardianship unless Meadow's mother had been found unfit. And number five, just don't wait to do estate planning. I guess that's not number five. Number four, don't wait to do estate planning. He was 28 when he created his will in 2001. And that was the year that the the first Fast and Furious movie debuted. While we'll never know what prompted him to create an estate plan so early, perhaps it was his young daughter or a feeling that his star was on the rise. He did the right thing in planning early, especially considering his untimely death. Now, number five. It's so like you want to keep estate plans updated. And not only did Walker's attorney not ensure his assets were titled properly, but he never updated Walker's estate plan from the original version created 12 years before he died. Walker's net worth changed significantly during that time, and so does his, did his estate tax status. If his estate is 25, uh, $25 million, his family could pay over $5 million in estate taxes. And that feels unconscionable because with the proper planning, that could have all been structured to pass on to his family instead of the government. If you would prefer that your family receive what you're passing on instead of it ending up in court, conflict, or in the hands of the government, you must update your plan at least every three years. And ideally, you'll review your assets and important changes every year. And if this is something you find you'd like to discuss further with me and you're in Arizona or Colorado, um, I am an attorney licensed in both states and you can reach out and hop on my calendar by going to bit.ly forward slash call Easton law. That's bit.ly forward slash call Easton law, or by calling my front office at four eight zero nine nine nine. 4455 and keep in mind guys that there this is just general advice that i give you here on the podcast this isn't specific legal advice tailored to your unique situation so please don't rely on it use it for educational purposes and if you need to find a personal family lawyer near you because you're not in arizona or colorado um you could go to personalfamilylawyer.com and search for someone near you. This has been another episode of Family Wealth and Other Musings. And I'm your host, Becky Easton. And thank you again for tuning in. I appreciate you. Have a great day.